Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Northbound, not far from the Branch Avenue Metro Station, Woodsway and Way. Around the Beltway in Maryland uh, through Montgomery County, it is just slow on the interloop, but we need to talk about Northwest D.C. and long backups in Georgetown and Palisades because of the closure of Canal Road. Outbound traffic cannot continue out, has to go uphill and detour onto Fox Hall Road. Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation, windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's get our forecast now from Steve Rudin. Moving through the remainder of the evening, mostly cloudy skies. Temperatures will fall through the 40s, eventually the 30s by early tomorrow morning. Could see some patchy fog and a few stray showers. For your Wednesday, mostly cloudy. Chance for afternoon and evening showers. Temperatures mid-40s to around 50. Areas of rain on Thursday, upper 50s to middle 60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we've got 47 in the nation's capital. At 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news. Live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Campaign 2024. The voting continues in the New Hampshire primary. And it's former President Trump against his remaining GOP rival, Nikki Haley. Still developing in our area. How should complaints about school administrators be handled? Montgomery County's school board releases an update. I'm Kate Ryan. Parents, what you should be doing now so your kids don't miss out. I'm Lynn Bowie. In Congress, they're still working on a package to fund Ukraine and Israel and reform policies on the southern border. Four o'clock. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. Donald Trump surprised primary voters in New Hampshire today where he stopped by a polling site in Londonderry. The former president, the front runner in this GOP contest. I'm Matt Piper in Manchester, New Hampshire, with those who came out early to vote in the first in the nation primary. So who are you supporting today? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. I think he's the best candidate for the country right now. Donald Trump. Because he did four years and got so much done than any other president has done. He's the best president in my lifetime. It is a two-person race on the Republican side between Trump and Nikki Haley. Haley's banking on the state's independent voters to help her close that gap. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Manchester. The closer she is to Donald Trump tonight, some we talked to say she's got to be in single digits, the easier it is for her to justify continuing on. Some sad news to report today at CBS. Longtime journalist Charles Osgood died at 91. Correspondent Michael George takes a look back at his career. The Bronx native spent nearly half a century at CBS News. Charles Osgood, CBS News, on a 1949 Motorola. Building a reputation as a respected journalist. At the top of the news, President Bush is in Holland. And a gifted writer. They call it cyberphobia. But his first love... Radio. See you on the radio. I say that every week. A peculiar phrase some people think for anyone to speak. His reports often rhymed. His family says he'd been suffering from dementia. Israel's mourning the deaths of 24 soldiers in its worst day of losses since the start of its war with Hamas in Gaza. Reporter Yolanda Nels with the BBC. <laughs>
with a prayer and full military honors. This was one of the first funerals for 21 Israeli reservists. The Israeli army said they were killed in a blast in two buildings where they'd laid explosives for demolition after Palestinian fighters fired at a nearby tank. The White House says it's working on getting another hostage deal in place. Measles is making a comeback. Millions of parents across Europe are being urged to get their children vaccinated against measles. The World Health Organization says the number of cases in the region was 30 times higher last year than the year before. That's CBS's Elaine Cobb. And lots of excitement in Hollywood today with Oscar nominations. Here's CBS's Donya Backus. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer led the pack with 13, including Best Picture and Best Director. Why are these men looking at me? The other half of the Barbenheimer phenomenon, Barbie, racked up eight nominations, including Best Picture and a surprise Best Supporting Actress nod for America Ferreira. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on WTOP on this January 23rd, 2024. A little bit of sunshine with the clouds. It's warmed up to 47 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ian Kramer. Our top local story this afternoon, we continue to work to connect the dots on big developments impacting local education. It is a story you first heard here on WTOP. We've been telling you Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight made public the effort by the school board, she says, to kick her out of her job. WTOP's Kate Ryan reports as this continues to unfold, the school system is out with a reform plan. The Montgomery County Office of the Inspector General is still at work on its analysis of how the county school system handled allegations of sexual harassment and bullying involving a former middle school principal. In the meantime, the school system released its own action plan update to address how anonymous complaints, employee support, and the promotions process should be handled. The report came out on the same day that Superintendent Monifa McKnight went public with a statement saying she'd been asked to, quote, step away from her job and that she would fight that action. The school board said it wouldn't comment since it's a personnel matter, but that McKnight remains on the job. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A vote in the Virginia Senate to ban special treatment given to applicants at public universities. You may know them as legacy applicants, those trying to get into college who are related to an alum or donor and get preferential treatment when it comes to admissions. The Virginia Senate approved legislation today to ban such treatment. It now goes to the House of Delegates. Supporters say we'll advance fairness and expand pathways to the middle class. So far, no college has spoken out against the bill. We don't have any comment as of yet, from Governor Glenn Youngkin's office. Well, Arlington students can now get free Metro bus rides throughout Arlington. Students who live in the county who are enrolled in kindergarten through 12th grade must get a special iRide smart trip card. If they go to Arlington County Public Schools, they can get those cards actually through the school. When was the last time you wrote in cursive? Do you even remember how to do it? (laughs) One expert believes, though, cursive handwriting can change one's behavior for the better. Here's WTOP's Nick Ionelli. Cursive is a form of expression. While many schools around the D.C. region still teach cursive, there's not an emphasis on it like there once was. Rabbi Hatising, a public speaker on education and a cursive advocate, urges parents to be proactive in ensuring their kids do learn and routinely use cursive. That allows us to 
share our own identities and identify who we are through our handwriting. He says it slows down the mind and makes you think, sort of the opposite of how most people type when on social media. Writing by hand, they're going to be more empathetic and compassionate citizens, all because of handwriting. It really does have that much of an impact. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. 406, we are still in the middle of winter. But a heads up for parents, you should already start planning for the summer. Enrollment is already open at summer camps in the DMV, but act quickly. Some camps with Montgomery County Recreation are already full. They filled up quite quickly after registration started. Carmen Barrios with Montgomery County Recreation says summer camps have to start registration early to plan for staffing. They do have spots left and also offer financial aid. It's so important to ensure that, you know, kids are not home all day, maybe on screens or unsupervised. How important it is for our kids to have social engagement. The longer parents wait, the fewer options they'll have. Lynn Bowie, WTOP News. Well, you might have spent hundreds, maybe even thousands on those Christmas presents a few weeks back, but if you used Buy Now, Pay Later programs, those final bills are coming due. And if you don't pay on time, some of these companies charge late fees. And if you're 90 days late, you could be sent to collections and that can ding your credit score. Companies like Klarna and Affirm claim their delinquency rates are low, though. These are relatively low dollar, short-term loans, there's this feeling of, like, how much trouble could you get into, really? But Ted Rossman with Bankrate says they can still be financially dangerous. I think there is a risk to overspending. Maybe you have multiple plans running at the same time with different companies, and it can be easy to lose track. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. D.C. leads the nation for turning boardrooms into bedrooms. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, let's go to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Up to 100 miles per hour, high-speed police chase careening out of Virginia into Maryland on the outer loop. Stop sticks used at least once, the pursuit ending in a crash in Camp Springs, just inside the Beltway on Branch Avenue. Northbound traffic on 5 remains mostly stopped beyond the Branch Avenue Metro overpass at Auth Way. Southbound traffic on 5 should be able to get by. Volume delays leaving D.C. into George's County on D.C. and Interstate 295. We've got plenty of congestion now on the Beltway on parts of 495 through Prince George's and Montgomery counties, but no lane blocking incidents on the Beltway or north of it on 270. In Virginia on 66, the crash is westbound in Centerville near exit 52 and initially blocking the left lane. 95 southbound, heavy and slow from Lorton into Woodbridge, but the crash near 123 just got moved to the right shoulder. We're talking about lengthy delays in northwest D.C. for outbound drivers just trying to get out of Georgetown. Westbound M Street, westbound Whitehurst Freeway, heavy and slow onto Canal Road. If you haven't committed, better not to go that way. All traffic is slowly detoured uphill on Foxhall Road. You cannot continue outbound on Canal Road until the repairs to the pole and wires are completed. This is leading to lengthy backups around Foxhall Village and Palisades on MacArthur Boulevard and Reservoir Road from Reservoir 
Reservoir. You can reconnect with Canal Road and get out to the Chain Bridge if that works for you. Inbound, no impact coming from the bridge. Potentially more traffic on the other side of the Potomac River using the George Washington Parkway as a workaround. Go Electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go Electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTLP Traffic. All right, let's get your forecast. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Mostly cloudy skies moving through the evening and into the overnight with a little bit of patchy fog after midnight along with a chance for a stray shower or two. Temperatures fall from the 40s eventually into the 30s by early tomorrow morning. Our temperatures aren't going to stay cold very long. Mid 40s to around 50 for daytime highs tomorrow. Better chance for showers into the evening hours. Thursday is going to be soggy. Temperatures upper 50s to middle 60s. Lingering showers drop to a close on Friday. Mid 60s to around 70. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, more clouds than sun, but uh, we'll take the sunlight here of what we got left. And temperatures in the mid to upper 40s. We'll take that for sure. 46 in Tyson's, 46 Waldorf, 47 downtown D.C. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. With low inventory of existing homes for sale, more buyers are buying brand new ones. D.R. Horton with several active subdivision communities in the works in Maryland and Virginia says orders rose 35% last quarter and fewer getting cold feet. Its cancellation rate fell from 27% a year ago to 19% last quarter. Verizon Wireless, a distant second to AT&T Wireless now for subscribers, had its first gain in new U.S. subscribers in a year last quarter, adding 318,000 mobile subscribers. The D.C. Metro leads the nation for office building to apartment conversions. Almost 6,000 apartment units are being carved out of Older office buildings in the works in the D.C. region this year. That's nearly double what it was a year ago. There is opportunity. The D.C. area office vacancy rate is 21% now, mostly older buildings. The Dow finished the day down 96 points, but the S&P 500 index gained 14, enough for its third straight record close. The Nasdaq finished the day up 66 points. It is now just shy of its last record. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up, former President Trump is critical of it, but congressional lawmakers are still working on a package to reform southern border policies and to send money to Ukraine and Israel. It's been any progress. We'll get a live update from WTOP's Mitchell Miller on Capitol Hill. It's 412. Here's Oleg Tarkovsky, the director of behavioral health services at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion Advancing Healthcare with Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Sponsored by Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mental health is something every one of us has to some degree or another. It's our ability to deal with day to day ups and downs, and ultimately, for most people, the ability to persevere through tough times. Mental illness, on the other hand, is a set of diagnostic criteria for which you can get diagnosed with a mental disorder. And so mental disorder, mental illness, sometimes used interchangeably, things like major depressive disorder, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, those are mental disorders. And so when it comes to the state of behavioral health in this area, I think the state of behavioral health is fairly strong. Um, Despite of what we often see on the news, read in newspapers, most people, most of the time, 
uh, doing fairly well. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Quick, easy, and for the most money. That's the Jennifer Young Homes way when selling a home. This is Dave Johnson. Happened with Rick and Manassas when he connected with Jennifer Young. She had her contractors perform much-needed renovations prior to listing the property. You ask about the Renovate Now Pay Later program. The result sold the home 15% above the asking price. You want to know your home's real value? Visit JenniferYoungHomes.com. Click on Instant Home Value. And connect with Jennifer at 877-611-SELL or JenniferYoungHomes.com. Kevin Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. Later this half hour, the Oscar nominations are out, and some people are focused on the snubs. Details here on WTOP. Today's Innovation in Government report highlights the government's IT modernization opportunities. Wayne LaRich, the federal civilian field Chief Technology Officer and Solutions Architect for Palo Alto Networks Federal says the SASE or Secure Access Security Edge framework is flexible to meet the user's needs. From a user experience perspective, SASE really brings that data plane and middle mile optimization, everything that we've done on the back end and all the billions that have been spent on kind of that cloud derived, cloud delivered architecture, it benefits the user. And so that's really the most important thing, I think. When I talk to government customers as well, security is important, but you know, user experience is, is very important. And if it's not beneficial to the user, they're not going to consume it. They're not going to use it. They're going to find ways to get around it. So that's really one thing that we've worked very hard to, to bring to bear with the service. Let Palo Alto Networks, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. Learn more at kerasoft.com slash innovation. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. We have an update now on efforts to reach a border deal in the Senate. One of the negotiators, Connecticut Democratic Senator Chris Murphy, says they're very close to an agreement. We have been at these negotiations for four months. We are at the finish line. Joining us live from Capitol Hill, WTOP's Mitchell Miller. Mitch, while Senator Murphy says they're at the finish line, uh, this deal is still not done, right? That's right, Sean. Uh, Senator Murphy wasn't quite ready to say he and his Republican counterpart who's been negotiating, Oklahoma Senator James Langford, are ready to run through the tape and announce an agreement. But he does say there are still a few issues to resolve, which he did not specify. Uh, but it is thought one of them may be parole. Republicans have pressed hard for reforms in this area. A CBS News review recently indicated more than a million people have been allowed into the country under this greatly expanded program under the Biden administration. But the negotiators have kept the specifics of the agreement largely under wraps because they don't want to get to get it shot up before it's formally released. Still, while we've been saying this for the past few weeks, it does appear they are on the cusp of a deal. Mitch, this is one small step. So if they reach an agreement soon on this, how quickly could it get passed by the full Senate then? Well, the Senate, as you know, these negotiations also illustrate sometimes moves very slowly. It does not appear this is going to get on the floor of the Senate this week. And it may take at least a couple of weeks before a vote actually comes up once an agreement is announced. But Murphy and several other Democratic lawmakers who spoke here after their luncheon today emphasized an urgent need to get this done, citing the 
deteriorating situation in Ukraine, which would stand to get billions of dollars in aid under this big supplemental along with Israel. And Murphy says this should not be delayed week after week and that they should really strive to get a vote soon. And that actually allies with the view of the Senate's top Republican, Mitch McConnell. Now, there does seem to be some growing concern here that even if this all comes together in the Senate, the House, they just may not pass it, right? Right. This could really explode in the House. Senate leaders are clearly worried about that prospect, especially in this election year. House Speaker Mike Johnson remains in a tenuous spot with the conservative wing of his party, which has no desire to pass aid for Ukraine and wants to take a really tough stand on the border. And there's concern that former President Trump, when this deal is finally announced, he's going to torpedo it. He's already sent a signal to congressional Republicans. He doesn't like the idea of a bipartisan agreement, and it's no secret he does not want to give President Biden a victory in this election year. But on the flip side, some Republicans in Congress worry that if the House doesn't pass a border measure after calling so loudly for border reform, it could backfire on them with a sector of prospective voters. So this is a big issue. As we've been reporting today, immigration now the biggest issue for many American voters. Mitch, thank you. You bet. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller. Quick look at the top stories we're working on for you. WTOP. Campaign 2024. Nikki Haley vows to stay in the GOP presidential race as Donald Trump expects a commanding victory tonight in New Hampshire. President Biden and Vice President Harris hold a rare event together. They're rallying for abortion rights this hour in Manassas. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We've got Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Tuesday rush hour shaping up to be a heavy one. Volume delays have built up rather quickly on the Beltway in Virginia. West of it on 66. Little more movement through Centerville. Crash moved from the left lane onto the right shoulder. All lanes open beyond the Centerville ramps. 95 southbound. Slow roll from the Belvoir to the Woodbridge exits. But there too, southbound near Route 123. The crash was moved onto the shoulder. And the southbound lanes of 95 are open. Leaving D.C. on 395. In our Kobe consulting camera, I can see a crash that just got cleared off the Southwest Freeway near 7th Street. The lanes are open, but the pace is still slow toward the 14th Street Bridge. It's awful heading out of Georgetown, westbound of the Whitehurst Freeway, M Street, and Canal Road. Part of Canal Road remaining closed west of Foxhall Road between there and Fletcher's Boathouse to repair a damaged pole and wires. It is a miserably slow detour uphill on Foxhall Road and MacArthur Boulevard behind the reservoir. You can reconnect with Canal Road by way of reservoir. Safar Road after that lengthy detour. Behind Union Station on the Hopscotch Bridge, eastbound traffic on H Street is backed up because of a bus that's been stopped and blocking two of three lanes. On the Beltway in Maryland, volume delays, no incidents. In Camp Springs, just inside the Beltway, northbound Branch Avenue, traffic initially was stopped when a high-speed police chase came to a dramatic close in the form of a crash. Now at Authway, you can get by using the turn lanes, uh, but traffic is very slow northbound on Branch Avenue to do so. Back in Virginia, Loudoun County, Route 28, the north end near Route 7, fire rescue police have made their way to a new crash. Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield cares about the communities they live, work, learn, play, and seek care in every day. They work hard to make the communities they serve better, healthier places to live. Join them at carefirst.com slash career. 
careers. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. To the 7 News First Alert Weather Station we go, and meteorologist Mark Pena joins us now. Mark, we know we don't have any sun, but it certainly is a little bit warmer than it has been in the last couple days. Yeah, you know, that's for sure. We do have uh, increasing temperatures, and this warming trend started on Sunday with temperatures just getting above freezing around this time yesterday. And by the time we head towards the second half of this week, we're looking at temperatures near 60 and near uh, almost 70 degrees with overnight lows in the 40s and 50s. Now, that said, we do have some rain that we'll be tracking as well. Beginning tonight, we can see a few sprinkles here and there. Nothing major uh, in terms of heavy rainfall or anything like that. And for your Wednesday, uh, staying mostly cloudy, temperatures in the mid to upper 40s to near 50 degrees with widely scattered showers, light to moderate in nature, not expecting much. Now, heading into Thursday, that's when we are expecting a little bit more widespread light to moderate rain. Right now, rainfall totals between now and the next seven days look to be at about an inch to a little over an inch and a quarter. So that spread out over five days. Uh, just know that not in any single one of these days upcoming uh, is going to be a complete washout. Right now, Thursday looks to be the best chance for some rain. Temperatures will be near 60 degrees, and by Friday, we're near 70 degrees with overnight lows in the 50s. Heading into the weekend, we are checking uh, two fronts that will come through. One will knock our temperatures down to the mid-50s for Saturday with a few showers possible. And then Sunday, big game up in Baltimore. That one's looking a little bit more on the seasonal side with temperatures in the mid-40s to near 50 with widely scattered showers for both Baltimore and D.C. So outside right now, it is cloudy, but nothing falling from the sky. Uh, Radar is rather quiet, but currently temperatures. I got 43 downtown. It is 42 in Ashburn. And I've got 42 also in Springfield. All right, Mark, thanks. Coming up on WTOP, remembering broadcast legend Charles Osgood. 422. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's 423. And And now, quick look at what's trending this hour. If you were one of the millions who woke up to CBS Sunday morning... Good morning. Pour one out for Charles Osgood. This is Sunday morning. The longtime host known for his folksy style and all those bow ties died today. He was 91. Before TV, Charles was a star on the radio with his daily take on the news called... The Osgood File. This is Charles Osgood. Which ran on hundreds of radio stations for more than four decades. 
Some researchers in Sweden have figured out they can use a blood testing kit already available for sale to screen for Alzheimer's, and it works. The breakthrough could mean no more painful spinal taps to look for telltale proteins. Instead, anyone can do it for about 200 bucks. An Italian bride and groom found there's one other way to crash a wedding. They went through the dance floor at their reception hall. It gave way, sending the couple and 30 of their guests falling nearly two stories. Everyone's going to be okay, but the bride and groom spent the night side by side in hospital beds instead of the other way they planned. That's what's trending. I'm Christian Chase. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Making it easy to save money. When you bundle your auto policy with home, condo, or renters, you'll earn a multi-policy discount. Easy to bundle, easy to save. Visit Progressive.com. Sports at 25 and 55. Hey, George Wallace, we got some news from the NBA. That's right. A big firing today in the NBA. The Milwaukee Bucks firing first-year head coach Adrian Griffin, the team's second-best record in the NBA at 30-13. and 13. Joe Prunty will take over on an interim basis. This will be the third time Prunty is taking over a team on an interim basis. Doc Rivers, according to ESPN, the top candidate to replace uh, Griffin. And the uh, two sides, they're yet to talk, but they're going to reach out.